Hey, would you take the Word of God with me and would you open your Bible right now to 1 Peter chapter 2 and we're going to look at verse 5. Come on over with me, we're going to share God's Word together. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. A little bit echoey in the room here, guys. And First um, Peter chapter 2, verse 5. And we are going to read just that verse there. And so it says this. Uh, we've been doing a message on the spiritual house. And uh, this is the, the conclusion of that series. In fact, Luca and Leon are going to do an awesome job next week of uh, speaking into our harvest. I do hope that you'll be able to donate on the Sparable app. You'll be able to uh, be able to give your uh, donations uh, on the internet. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So don't think that we're not doing harvest this year. We are doing a great service there. Are you there with me in First Peter chapter two, verse five? I'm going to share with you just a little bit about how we do our spiritual sacrifices. Here we go. Read this with me. You also, like living stones, remember, you're a living stone, connected, alive. Can you hear an amen in the house? Yeah. Connected and alive. You are being built into a spiritual house. God dwells in you. To be a holy priesthood, you have got a specific purpose. And then the Bible goes on and says, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but one of the attractions of social media is that we have an audience. Uh, we, we like it when we get a like. We like it when somebody responds to something that we post. Now, I think we all have to remember, and we all have to know, that we are only posting what we want people to see. And we have to understand that people are only affirming what we want them to affirm. Uh, but even so, it's kind of nice, isn't it, when somebody affirms what you want them to see. I was watching a film last night on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, and it's a little bit scary of how on social media we are becoming kind of puppets of social media. And so I want you to understand that you've got to be careful about that. However, our lives are actually lived to the audience of God. That actually, even though on social media we, we only let people see what we want them to see, God sees everything. And you know, I'm not saying that from a big brother kind of attitude. Actually, I'm saying that as a positive thing. That our lives are like an offering to Him all the time. He sees everything we do. He, his, his loving eye is on us. And it's like a two-way interaction all the time that God is always around our lives. And as priests and as people of God, we are offering something to God. We are making a spiritual sacrifice to Him all the time. Now, sacrifices in the Old Testament were done really carefully. They were done in a prescribed way. They were done so that they didn't just offer anything. And, and we have to realize that our lives are this spiritual interaction with God. And it's not this kind of bless this mess, Lord. 
although we know that sometimes God does put his hand on some of the nests that we've made, but we have to realize that our lives are like constant incense coming up to God. That all the time our thoughts, our prayers, our intentions, that glance you gave at the supermarket when somebody cut you off with their trolley, <laughs> all goes to God. But you know, actually, I don't want to say this as if it's a, a bad thing. It's actually a beautiful thing that all of my life is lived out before someone who adores me. Someone who loves me. Somebody who really cares about me. Just as in the Old Testament where many of the sacrifices were done in a prescribed way. You know that in the New Testament or, or now, we've got things that we can do before the Lord that attract his presence. That actually, even though he's with us all the time, that as we particularly offer these sacrifices to God, God is attracted to them. I'm going to share five spiritual sacrifices today that you can sacrifice to God that will bring the presence of God closer to your life. And our spiritual sacrifices come, come right from us. Right, right from the very depths of who we are. They're spiritual sacrifices. They are of the Spirit. They come from deep within us. You know, in a bacon and egg meal, the chicken gives something of itself, an egg. The pig gives itself the bacon. You know, and what God wants from you, that you, you don't just give him something, but you give yourself that your spiritual sacrifice is giving deeply from your heart. You know, just one note about sacrifices is, uh, let me say three things about sacrifices. First of all, they're costly. It's going to cost you something. A sacrifice is something that, that actually, uh, you get lots from it, sure, but, but it will take something from you. You know, sometimes, I know this is a scientific thing, the, the way I feel before I go running is a bit of a sacrifice, but the way I feel after is like, wow, that was great. But it's a sacrifice. And so what I want to say to you today that, that, that the five things I'm going to share from you will actually cost. It will cost you something. Second thing about a sacrifice is that the, the thing about a sacrifice is that you did it even when you didn't feel like doing it. A priest would go into the temple and even if it was on the bad day, the sacrifice still had to happen. They happen because they are right, not because how we feel. And so the five sacrifices I'm going to share with you today are something we need to just get into the habit of doing and they will bring back to you. Sure, you'll receive lots from it, but it won't be dependent on your feelings you have to do because they're right to do because we are a spiritual house that offer this incense to God all the time. Third thing about the sacrifice is that they have to be from your heart. They have to be from the inner you, the real you, the, the, not the Facebook you, not the, the real you. The kind of saying, God, I'm giving you this because I want to do this. They're costly. We do them anyway. 
and dealing deeply from within. You see, when we do these spiritual sacrifices, we ask this spiritual house, God's presence comes around our life. So, so today, so today, wherever you are at home and however you're listening to, to this broadcast today, would you begin to say, God, I want to live my life just before you first. And God, I want my life to be like an incense to you. And, and God, I, I want to attract more of your presence by what I offer up. Are you ready? The first one. The first spiritual sacrifice that we offer up is a life of love. If you've got a Bible, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2 says this, And walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. When, when Jesus was going around loving people, it was like an aroma, it was like a sacrifice going up to God. In Mark chapter 12, verse 33, it says this, to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself, is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. This life of love is your first sacrifice that you give to God. All of us have a love language. I wonder what yours is. I wonder if you can speak your love language to someone else. And today, in this lockdown season, we're all kind of bunkering together. And even though we've had bad news these last couple of weeks about the virus and all of that, everybody's drawing themselves in. I want to say, hang on a second, we're still called to love people and to reach out to people and to live a life of love to people. I don't know what your love language is. Do you like to give gifts or receive gifts? Hey, even though we're not supposed to visit other people's homes, how about leaving a cake on somebody's doorstep? How about leaving a note and said, I was thinking about you, my neighbor, and, and maybe that would be their love language. In fact, you know what? I think a pastor deserves cakes sent to him all from all the congregation from all over the city. That just got to get me through this season. Well, my point is just this. Come on, folks. Don't lock down your loving wife. Maybe your love language is affirming words. Maybe it's, you know, we can't do much of a touch, but you can send somebody a virtual hug. You can text them and say, I wish I could hug you today, but this, this is a substitute. You, you could give somebody some time. You could phone them. Come on, live a life of love. It goes up as an offering to God. So come on, don't let's lock down our hearts. Don't let's lock down our love. Let's live a life of love. You know, the second sacrifice is from one of the most famous scriptures. You know this. In fact, if you're at home and you know this scripture, say it with me. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, my brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, what are we going to do? Offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. You know, one of my worries about this time of broadcasting and live streaming is that some people will say, you know what, I really like it that church is piped into my house. And when we all come back together, you would rather just sit in your house. Although, for those of us here on campus, I want you to know it's just great being with other people worshipping. 
But you know, that's one of my fears, that now we're typing the service into your home. Well, one of this scripture says that you offer your body as a living sacrifice, that you actually move your body. You know what that means? You have to use your time that your, that your body uh, has. Use your time to go and do what's right. And so it's great that we're broadcasting, but make sure that you offer your body to the right things that take up the right time in your life. I wonder how you're using your time. I wonder how your, your time is coming uh, as far as serving the Lord. I wonder how you're just surviving. Offer your body and say, God, I'm available. My body is going to be used, and that will take some time for it to be used. And we can't wait for when we get your body back with us and we have time together. And that will be, sure, it will be a sacrifice. Please don't come to church in your pajamas. If you're watching in your pajamas now, that's fine. But please don't come in your pajamas uh, when we all come back together. Just come and offer your time and offer your life. Because that's a sacrifice to God. Say, so I take this body and I use it for you, Lord. Third sacrifice is this. The Lord loves it when we share our material possessions. I'm going to back this up by scripture. Look, Hebrews 13 verse 16 says, And do not forget to do good and to share with others for which such sacrifices God is pleased with. You know, when you share your money, your hospitality, and we can't do that at the minute, but when you share something with somebody else, it's like an incense. Weaving its way to heaven. And God smells it. And God says, that is a good thing. I'm going to bless that person. When you give next week to the uh, food bank, when you offer your tithes and your offerings, and hey, can I just say this? I, I'm just going to be really open with you. If you're new to watching our church, then we, we're a generous church. And, and we talk about money, but we only talk about money in the sense of let's learn to be generous. We're, we're not raking it in for ourselves. But listen, if you stop giving to the church, will you have a church to come back to when this thing's all over? We need to keep giving and tithing and blessing so that we can share and be a part of the mission with everyone else. When you offer and share your material possessions, it's like an offering to God. In fact, the helping the person is secondary. Fourth sacrifice is that we have, we have to offer the right worship. But staying in Hebrews 13 verse 15, it says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips, that, uh, that openly professes his name. You know, if you're annoyed that we can't come back and sing in church yet, then I hope you're belting it out at home. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I hope this morning that you're thinking, well, you know, I, I can't go to church and sing, but I'm going to make sure the neighbors can hear me sing. Yeah. Come on, open your windows on Sunday morning and you sing at the top of your lungs because that's where you can sing. And, you know, you can offer him a dance. In fact, you can offer him a clap offering. Why don't you give him a clap offering right now? 
Bible says that we are to worship. I don't know about you, I don't stop worshiping. I worship behind my mask. I worship to God. I worship for an hour before I come this morning. And the Bible says that one of our sacrifices is the offering of worship. And I'm going to ask you to particularly do something at the end of this service about that sacrifice. We were made to worship. The center of our lives is worship. The circumference of our lives is worship. We were made to worship. Let's worship, folks. Let's not in any way think that we cannot worship. In fact, wherever you are right now, and you're at home, why don't you just lift your hand to God and just say, I love you, God. Let's worship. Let's give Him an incense offering of worship. Last sacrifice is that we are to share the gospel. Paul said in, to be a minister to Jesus Christ in, in Romans 15, he says this, he gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles may become an, uh, an acceptable offering. You know, every time you share a little bit about Jesus, every time you share some truth about Christianity, it's not just going to the person, it's going up before the Lord as an offering to Him. You see, we are a priesthood. We're a spiritual house. And we offer spiritual sacrifices here. The sacrifice of loving somebody. Reach out to somebody with your love language this week. Reach out to somebody and, and, and receive some love this week. We are offering our bodies to Him. That means what we use our body and what we give our time to, God honors that. I really hope that you'll bring your body back to this campus. When we offer sacrifices, when we share our material things, it's something that God finds really pleasing when our generous heart stretches out to bless somebody else's need. God really honors that. It's like a fragrance to Him. And when we offer our worship to Him, both sung, danced, shouted, clapped our lives. When we say, when I go to work today, God, this is my worship to you because I'm doing it in honor to you. All of that is worship to God. And when we say to somebody that Jesus loves them and that we get into a debate or we answer a question. That's an offering to God. It's a spiritual sacrifice. It's an offering that God receives. You see, we don't sacrifice animals. We sacrifice these beautiful things down to Him. It may be costly. It may uh, cost us something to do it. But as we do it, it goes to God and God's presence comes to our life. Our sacrifices of love, of sharing, of, of sharing the gospel, of worship, of, of what we do our, use our bodies for, all of that attracts the presence of God in our lives. You see, you have to understand that our lives give something off. And, you know, no jokes about B.O. or anything like that. Our lives are a fragrance to God. In fact, Paul says that God leads us in a triumphal 
procession, where our lives become an aroma to Christ. It says that in, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, our lives are an aroma to Christ. We have to ask ourselves this question. What is it that's emanating from our lives? I can ask the worship team to come back, if you will. What is it that's, that's radiating from our lives? You see, it's through these intentional sacrifices that we don't just make an effect on people, but we actually change the spiritual atmosphere in our area, and in our street, and in our home. As you, as you give off these sacrifices to God, the atmosphere changes around you. You see, it's hard to witness sometimes but when you witness a little bit and then you do it again and then eventually the atmosphere changes so that the things open up for you. You see, it's like, if I can paint a picture for you, have you, have you seen the Northern Lights, the, what's the, how do you, Boreatis Ararius or what, I don't know what it's called, you know, those arenal ways, it's, that's like your life. Your, your life is like, the northern lights going up to God that you're that you're always emanating before him. And you know, I want you to see this picture. I hope you get this on camera, guys. Your life is like the cross of Jesus. When Jesus gave his life, first of all, he Offered it to God. In fact, his very last words were, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And there's parts of our lives that go up to God. And then our sacrifices go out to the world. And actually, our lives should be like the cross up to God and out to others. Up to God in worship. For everything we do, actually, even the things we do out to others is before God, and then out to others, filled with that presence of God to bless others. So when you bake a cake this week for your neighbor, it's filled with the love and presence of God. Because you did it as worship to him first. This week, I want to ask you to do something. Everybody, this week, I wonder if you could spend a few minutes, wherever you're watching from, I wonder if you could spend a few minutes doing a... I'm not asking you for anything, God. This is just worship to you time. Do you just give God some time and say, I'm just going to worship you. I'm just going to give you a gift of worship. I'm not, I'm not asking you to sort anything out. I'm just telling you that you're wonderful because that's a sacrifice of worship. And I wonder this week if you could just pick someone at work or at your home and you could do something or share something that would help them. Even if it's something menial, just you know, clean your wife's shoes and say, I bless you, darling. Do something that, that blesses someone. 
because that will be an offering to God, not to God and to others. It's a spiritual sacrifice. That's how we live. Living stones. A spiritual house. A royal priesthood who offer spiritual sacrifices. I've spent this whole month reminding you that you are the church and nothing changes that. Let's worship together in song for a few moments.